Welcome to Connecting Your Community. Today we are hosting Sarah, who's going to share her experience of her partner who took his life. We are here today to raise awareness. We are here today to promote local resources. We are here today to shed light on the fact that men are struggling and that men are not alone. May we come together as a community to break the stigma of mental health and always continue to raise awareness against suicide. Podcasting from Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. This is Connecting Your Community. Building community through unity. Through unity. Getting things done takes activism. And Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen have come together to share firsthand community voices. Bringing awareness to community issues. Watching how other communities handle like problems. And sharing their successes. Connecting. Connecting your community. Here are your hosts, Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen. So September has been deemed and recognized as Suicide Awareness Month. And today we are hosting Sarah, who recently lost her partner to suicide. We're going to be going through some of your own experience. We're going to talk a little bit about who you are. So without further ado, Sarah, can you let our followers and listeners know who you are and a little bit about yourself? Hi, guys. I am Sarah Herringer. Um, I am a mama of two wonderful kiddos. My son is 12 and my daughter is 10. And born and raised in Lethbridge? I grew up in Medicine Hat, actually. I've been here 21 years. Okay, so actually that makes um, me just want to raise some awareness about what's happening in Medicine Hat. Absolutely. Um, over the last five months, since May, there have been over nine deaths of men who have taken their life. And so because it's Suicide Awareness Month, it's important that we have these conversations, just not in September, that mm-hmm. we continue to have these conversations. So... Um, so... You know, I, I, we were talking about Suicide uh, Awareness Month, and um, we brought you on, and this is always a really tough one, right, to, uh, to, to share your experience about losing your partner. If, if you're comfortable, tell us exactly kind of what, what, had, uh, what had brought that about. Um, he had been struggling with alcohol addiction for many years. Um, he had had three years of sobriety, um, was having some difficulty with co-parenting, was really struggling to kind of find a balance, and um, he took his life on July 30th. Were there any issues? So you're talking about the co-parenting, not being able to find that balance. Were there any other issues that he faced, um, you know, even trying to reach out for supports, um, any other issues faced while trying to access services? for what was happening with him? Most definitely, it was a struggle from the beginning. Um, He always wanted to get help and he would reach out and there was either such a delay in when the service was available or such inconsistent service. Um, He had gone through Alberta Health Services. Within a year, he had five different counselors which how do you make a connection when you're not even seeing the same face and having to tell your story over and over and over again. So is that as a result of just turnover within the counselors or why was there five different counselors? There was some turnover. Um, One of the ladies was promoted. Um, Another just wasn't in the office anymore. Um, There was a gentleman that he struggled with. just on a personal level yes, as far as... Yeah, yeah. and then um, he did find a very great lady 
towards the end. Towards the end. But even yeah. to speak to that, um, it was a, a one appointment a month. And it's and a tough because, sorry. Yeah, no question. You know, there's there's that that uh, talk with those professionals, but there's also your, yourself that is you're coping mm-hmm. with this on a regular basis. And how did you find the best support for for him yourself? And I guess also with that, um, um, how has your family been through this through this addiction? I um, am very active in seeking help and all through it, even when we first decided to date, we had known each other for 25 years. Um, I immediately found some support groups for myself. What kind of support groups were you attending, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I went through day treatment at the hospital and I did um, a couple different sessions where it was directly in support of um, living with someone who was suffering from addiction. Um, I also did a couple of six-week sessions um, dealing with self-compassion and just kind of turned the focus on caring for myself yep. um, mm-hmm. more than focusing just on the addiction. Did you ever find yourself at night, let's say if he didn't come home and you knew that he was drinking um, or whatever type of addiction that he may have struggled with, mm-hmm. how did you cope with that knowing that you didn't talk to your partner for a couple days because they might be on a bender? Did you ever fear that maybe he would have taken his life or an accident happened? Like, how did you cope through those nights? Um, a girlfriend and I were actually speaking of this last night. Um, in those days, when I look back, um, like, and I have a wonderful support system of friends also that have carried me Yes. Through the worst. Um, and having that, th- those friends, there's those support services are out there, but of course having a close friend that knows you totally. is, yeah. is obviously beneficial yeah. as well. Right? Absolutely. Um, having, ha- having to go to those people yeah. um, and just like I think back and I don't even know how I got through the days. I just kind of carried on. I had called his counselor who obviously could not release information to me, but she was very helpful in finding support for me also. So before we take a break, Sarah, would, are you comfortable sharing how your partner took his life? I am. Can you share with everyone who's listening today? What happened? Um, he jumped off of the high level bridge. How did you find out? Uh, I was called by the police service. Gosh, with that, we'll, we'll go to a break, break. And, and we'll continue after. This is Connecting Your Community with Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen. We'll be right back after these messages. Freddy's Paint is all about saving you time and money with quality Benjamin paint and our helpful design and paint professionals. Freddy's Paint, voted best of the best, 20 years running. Freddy's Paint in details, 210 17th Street South. There's a new art shop in town? What? Watercolors, acrylics, pastels, brushes, oils, canvas, and paper. Oh! Where? It's new. The Art Room at Smith's Audio on 13th Street North. For high-performance sound. And super art supplies. So, you shared with us that your partner has taken his life. He jumped off the high-level bridge. How did you find out and how did the police respond to that? Um, I was contacted by uh, the Lethbridge Police Service. Um, 
when they contacted me, I my first thought was, oh, am I going to see this all over the media? Am I going to hear about it on the radio? I better avoid those. When I asked the officer, he kind of chuckled and said, if we reported all of them, that would be all that was on the news. So then it sounds like there could be more suicides that are happening within our own community. And a lot of us may not know unless, you know, you're connected to someone who has just recently lost someone in their life, right? And I know for me, I remember even being as young as 16 and having friends who have taken their own life, right? And we don't talk about this enough. We've had a young girl in Chestermere, Alberta, who just recently took her own life because of bullying and it was just too much. And suicide awareness, suicide prevention, we need to talk about this every day, you know, not Mm -hmm. just per month, not just on let's talk one day. No, this is something that is happening and dramatic increase in mental health deterioration, especially through COVID is a real thing. And, you know, we also see the statistics of Alberta government, um, you know, just that men are more likely to take their own lives Mm -hmm. than women, right? So it's something that we need to talk about you and I sh- think, too, um, it has become very prevalent in Medicine Hat because of the numbers right now. Yes. But I think if we looked over time, I, Lethbridge, I have connected with so many women who have lost partners to suicide. Yep. And we're just unaware. Yep. So so with that, that, that uh, brings a question. There's a lot that are ob- obviously that you've connected with. Mm-hmm. And how do you... Uh, cope with them and and is it working together with them and some Mm. of the the different struggles that they've had is that what helps you to continue on in your family absolutely and just kind of sometimes when you think that your thoughts may be totally wacko and you speak with someone that has had similar experience and they are feeling the same thing it's just reassuring to know that you're not losing it Absolutely. Um, You said you were a mother of two and you have two beautiful children who I've had the honor of hanging out with and they're just like you. Their hearts shine. They're radiant kids. They just, they love life. Absolutely. How have they coped through this? I am so proud of them. Um, We have always been very, very close. And if possible, I think this horror has brought us even closer together. We um, have always been very good communicators with each other. And um, although they never experienced him actually having been drunk um, or in an addictive phase, even they, once he went to detox, um, once he went to rehab, like they had to be aware. And I always was very careful in being age appropriate and things like that. But... um, They have been my shining light in this. They have the resilience and um, just the strength that they have shown. And I myself go to a counselor, a private counselor, and um, I have spoken a lot with her about how to help my children. Um, And she commends me always for how I have dealt with them and the strength that they show. One thing you shared in that that I just want to touch on, sorry, Blaine, it just came to my heart, was you shared that they never saw your partner drunk. Mm -hmm. So was that boundaries that you had put up with your partner when he was drinking to not come home? Or how did you almost kind of protect your children from the addiction? I think part of it was being naive to addiction. This was my first experience dealing with someone with addiction. And um, in the beginning, it was him that would just take off. And that was how I knew 
that things were not right if he didn't come back when he was supposed to be there. So I guess, wow, it's, it's a lot to talk about. And in closing, um, what do you hope to say to those that do have uh, um, partners that are, are struggling with addiction? What could do you find that in, in any of your discussions you've had with, with counseling and with others, what could you say to those? I would say there comes a lot of shame and you want to protect, um, take care of yourself first and foremost. Um, the person with addiction has their own struggle and it's only them that can get through it no matter what you do. And this has shown me because I know I was very active in trying to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And what we're going to do at the end of this podcast is also um, give those who are following and listening a list of resources. And we also want to shout out the Inner Man Project who has started in Medicine Hat as a result of the increase in men who have taken their own life. And you can find them on Facebook, you can find them on Twitter. And there are a lot of very vulnerable men coming forward to break that stigma against men's mental health. And that, you know, there is a lot of even that stigma and those barriers for men to access support. And so even as a Lethbridge community, we can come together to support our brothers and sisters in Medicine Hat by raising awareness and those connections that men are not alone. No matter what you are going through, no matter how dark it feels, you are not alone. Um, We can provide all the resources, but it is up to you to reach out if you are struggling. Thank you for tuning in today. You've been listening to Connecting Your Community with Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen. Join us next time as we continue to discuss community topics and how all of us together can make a difference. Remember, there is no community without unity.